Welcome to the Simple Minds Podcast, where we look to empower and encourage real conversation amongst men everywhere by unpacking topics on self-help, philosophy, and business. Welcome to the Simple Minds Podcast. I am your host for this week. My name is Travis Hato, and we have a full house. Welcome, lads. It's good to have you back for another episode. G'day. You you opened up like um, that Barnum dude, mate. Ringling Brothers or whatever his name is. Cool, Norris. So the drink tonight, (laughs) today, is um, a local brewery in Broome called Matzo's. And uh, not the ginger beer. They're quite known for the ginger beer, but uh, I've actually... Reached out and got some mango beer. So this will be interesting. Michael's just opening them. Thank you, Michael. He's, no He's popping them for you. Uh, popping them for me. <laughs> you actually reached out and the favour. No, I didn't. reached out into the uh, bottle shop. The bottle right? shop. <laughs> <laughs> Physically <laughs> reached out. Travis, Travis must be doing well because this stuff ain't cheap. That's $25 for a six pack. Um, You're having a good month It's not too here, bad. <laughs> <laughs> He's reinvesting, mate. Jeez. Yeah, Jeez. I'm really good at reinvesting. Cheers. Thanks to my financial advisor, <laughs> inspiredmoney.com.au. Carl still thinks it's him. 1-800-inspired. That doesn't ooh. make sense. I've never tried this, so it's quite oh, wow. interesting. It's very mango-y. Yeah, no, I like it. Funny ones. that. Thank you, Captain Obvious. No, I've but this before. It's not very sweet. No, it's not. No, it's uh, I expected, uh, no, the ginger beer is quite sweet. I find the ginger beer, you can only drink one or two, but this one... We'll see. I don't know. Well, we've got one. It's getting a neutral thumb for me at the moment. Neutral. Neutral. I've had a bit more. Yeah, you can, like, I can't have more than one. But yeah. bit dry? Yeah, I like it, but. All right. You like mangoes? No. Well, that no. might have something to do with it. True. How do you not like mangoes? Mangoes are like. They're too messy, man. I like, yeah. I like green mangoes. I like them when they're sour. Sour, really? So we've got a Burmese dish that your mum does it and makes it really spicy. But it's sour. Can you bring it in? Yeah, it can do. That sounds good. Wow, well, never. It's really nice. It. Mangoes are amazing. Mm. Anyway, uh, so my topic today uh, is about mentors uh, and why you should have a mentor or why you should get a mentor, how you get a mentor, and how you can keep a mentor. Uh, so hopefully we touch Sounds on like a relationship. Way. Well, it is. It is. <laughs> it, it actually is, really, isn't it? But uh, like our mentors, I, I don't want to get into the... the uh, I guess it's a bit of a fad, like entrepreneurship at the moment, how sort of entrepreneurship is in. Um, so sort of having a mentor is sort of in too. Um, so it, I want to get past that because I think have been, having a mentor has been a great thing for many years. I know the people like my mentors now had mentors when they were young. So it's not something that um, is just a fad. Um, it's just becoming more and more prevalent in today's society. And also the point that I really wanted to make as well was that it's not just uh, for entrepreneurs and small business owners. You know, you can have a mentor or mentors if you're in uh, the corporate structure or you know the corporate world. Small, if you work within a small business, there's all uh, different aspects of life that you can have a mentor in. So don't feel like just because you're not in uh, small business or entrepreneurship or anything like that that it doesn't apply to you. So, why should you get a mentor? Um, there's a few reasons that I would say. Um, there's the first one that I would uh, kind of touch on is that the the mentors had the experiences that you uh, want to have 
Um, so uh, the reason you have gone to get a mentor is because they are um, in a position that you want to be in. That's probably a really uh, critical part of it. You're not going to go get a mentor that is, um, say if you want to be a fantastic speaker, uh, public speaker, you're not going to go get a mentor uh, who's achieved a lot in IT. You know, um, who sits behind a desk the whole time and, and knows nothing about speaking. So, you know, you want to go get a mentor that is a fantastic uh, public speaker and has, has achieved a lot in that sector, right? So they um, have achieved a lot of things and they've, they've uh, sorry, they've experienced a lot of the things that you want to experience. And my theory on that is that why make the same mistakes um, as them? Uh, when all you can do is you can have that conversation and you can learn from their mistakes. You know, don't get me wrong, I think you need to make your own mistakes, but if there's a, a helping way that you can actually uh, learn from someone else's mistakes, so you can, I guess, make fresh mistakes, um, then why not? I think that's a really important thing. You know, there's a couple of obvious mistakes that might be along the along the track, um, you know, trying to become a public speaker um, that you, you should look out for, and that's generally what, you know, a mentor will, will help, you, uh, help you about. Uh, another point is uh, mentors are great sounding boards. Uh, they generally are a no-filter bullshit sort of people. Um, because uh, why would they be? You know, so if you are going to uh, pitch something to them, talk to them about an idea, generally they'll come back to you with uh, constructive criticism or feedback. If you pitch the same thing to your mum, she goes, "Oh, Travis, you know that's a fantastic idea. You're you're so smart. You're so great." Generally comes back sugar coated. Uh, same thing along along with your friends and. And that sort of stuff. So, generally, yeah. So mentors, they, they quite often give you a. Uh, they're a good sounding board to give you a no bullshit ex- uh, answer. You know, if they think it's crap, um, generally, um, you know, I'm not saying it is going to be crap, but uh, they're going to give you an unfiltered version of um, their opinion anyway. Um, two more points, and then I'll open it up to you guys. Uh, Mentors can really see uh, you as a person, um, some of your downfalls or your pitfalls that you should really improve on. So no matter how much work you do on yourself, it's always a great angle to get another view on uh, you trying to achieve uh, what you're trying to achieve. Um, So they have that experience of where you're trying to get to and understand what they need to go through. So they can see that in you a lot easier. So that's one more point. And the last one is um, generally mentors are free. Uh, so especially you know, to tie it back to small business or entrepreneurship, uh, there's not many resources out there that you can tap into that are a free resource, um, as long as you don't tap the piss, but we'll talk about that later on. Um, that's a free resource that you can tap into and you can get a wealth of knowledge. Uh, there's no, you, What you can learn from a book rather than a mentor is very different. You know, both have their place, uh, but both are very vital to, to learning. Is there any other tips or um, comments people want to make on why you should have a mentor or even why you shouldn't have a mentor? Does anyone disagree with me? Um, well, I think we could wrap the episode up there. 
Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Trev. <laughs> no, I saw that was Thanks for the drink, um, and we'll see you next time. Mango beer, uh, what do you think? <laughs> Make sure you like the podcast, please. <laughs> <laughs> my first question my first question was this going to be the difference between a a mentor and, say, a coach. Like, the obvious example from a business coaching perspective is usually you've engaged them professionally and paid them to advise, whereas a, a mentor is usually someone who's provided that um, opportunity and experience for free um, in a sporting environment a coach is someone who's consistently in a position that's guiding your team whereas a mentor perhaps is someone that's a little bit less informal but what do you guys see as well would you say a mentor is more on an individual basis rather than on a like a group basis so like yeah a coach is somebody that, as you said, well, you can still have a coach in an individual, you know, form. Oh, no, definitely, definitely from the from the coach side, but from the mentor side is usually a a, a relationship with somebody. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I agree, uh, Jacob. I think coaches they get, they stipulate a um, like a plan for you to execute. Um, mentor is probably a little bit looser. Um, yep. You know, they're not there to keep you accountable all the time or. Um, to execute a plan with you they're just generally there as a sounding board or a communication piece to to make you better at what you want to be you know do yep makes sense I I charge for my mentorships these days yep so I don't think all mentors aren't necessarily free I don't charge for all of them but I do charge a couple Um, it's just more about being available well that's the thing is um, you know about uh, keeping a mentor will probably uh, we can touch on that now um, uh, actually <laughs> let's let's talk about how you get a mentor um, has has anyone had a mentor here previously have a mentor um, how did you get that mentor yeah uh, yeah yeah there you go sure no but lots um, different people along the way and I've just found and looked for people that had a had a skill set or experience in something that I wanted to learn more about um, there's many different ways I've paid people multiple times just paying them for their time because it was worth it uh, and that's led to that's led to um, getting involved in businesses together that's led to different things um, but I've also you know, found a way a completely just career change and put myself in a different job to effectively buy myself a or well, a paid mentorship or traineeship like under under people to learn certain skills so I think there's a lot of ways you can do it I think mentors can be paid or unpaid. I think they could be a small piece of uh, sort of what you're trying to learn. You could be learning from 20, 30, 50 different people that you can mm. call on or one person that's your primary. But you know, if you can add value to people, then anyone can be your mentor for a specific skill set or for something that you want to bounce off them. So it just depends what you, what you need. But um, certainly finding a way to add value to them because everyone's busy. Like everyone is busy in their own life, just in some way, shape, or form. So it has to mean something. They have to either want to give back, or maybe they want to give back, but they still want to vet you. But because you give them a little bit of money, rather than you know, are you serious or not? Um, so there's a lot of different ways. Um, but really, it's just making sure that you're taking advice from someone who has experienced the thing that you're taking advice on. Yep, I agree yep. with you. It's um proximity is power really isn't for, isn't it for this and that's why you that's why I use mentors and why I use people that I want to be around in uh, this sort of situation is to uh, create that proximity uh, for the people that um, I want around 
because they're the sort of people I want to be like too. Um, so uh, a couple uh, things to be able to get uh, mentors. Um, you don't uh, don't ask them. <laughs> it's probably a good place to start um, because a lot of mentors want to be uh, are very busy, like you said, and um, they don't really want to give up that time. So you sort of you need to do it incognito a little bit of the time. Um, you know, like you said, Matt, change your career to you know, sorry, you changed your career to be able to work under these sort of people to enable yourself to get close to them. You change your proximity. Uh, that's definitely one way. Um, you know, volunteering your time is another way. Uh, if they need something or you are working in their industry and, and you want to, um, if they're working on a big project or something like that, you volunteer your time within that project and you get close to them in that way, create that relationship. And, and then down the track, um, you know, you closely uh, work with them and edge your way into them and form that relationship. And then just ask them questions and they're generally more than happy to answer those questions, but also give them a bit of a way out so that they don't always have to feel, uh, you know, uh, obligated to be answering all your questions all the time. Uh, Because if you make it a really formal thing, sometimes a lot of people will feel like that they have to, um, you know, they have to do it. Yeah, exactly. I think that's the key though, is like it's the, I think with a mentor-mentee relationship, I, when I look back, all my success I would owe to having mentors. Like my growth has all been mentors and everything that I've done. My whole business exists because of a mentor um, in in some respects of like me capitalizing. Uh, is that it's a, you as the mentee generally have to drive it because the mentor is the one who's busy and been there. They don't necessarily need your values whereas a coach it can be the other way if you're paying someone you could expect them to drive uh the the plan or the outcome but as a mentee you've got to do the the work i guess you could say and you can't expect anything um even if you ask questions you can't expect to be guided um on them but i find sorry sorry just gotta cut you off because i'm just thinking of something where we've been together and we've, we've sat there um in a group of people hundreds in the room talking to Gary Vaynerchuk doing a Q&A and idiots will stand up and waste their one question which is the opportunity to be mentored by Gary Vaynerchuk directly by saying will you be my mentor and then he says no and then they have to pass on the microphone like have the awareness well, then, of who then, you're then, trying to get the information yeah. from and understand but, what you can extract from and them. on that we actually three of us in this room were at um, the, this conference and one lady which he's now used that video a lot she asked a different question and she got mentored then and there and I bet you her whole life has changed since that conversation it was pretty much he told her that she needs to be honest and more accountable and actually have some self-awareness in front of 500 people she broke down crying but he mentored her then and there and mentors don't <laughs> have our office every day mate. <laughs> <laughs> I could imagine Does, and you can be mentored by people through videos and stuff yeah. like that um, but you've got to take action you said it right the, the key thing and having mentored a few people now one of the biggest things why you would or would not offer your time is through through action because that's your only feedback loop yeah. so getting yeah so giving the instruction or mentoring the conversation and getting the information on whether that was applied and where you went with that um, or whether you chose not to and why you chose not to that's 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 critical to maintain and foster a positive relationship with whoever you choose to mentor you 
Yeah, because I think um, when I look at a lot of my relationships with mentors, was like I would cut, I would ask them about this and this, and then I'd go away and I would either do it or think about it, and then I'd come back with, so how, like, I did this and this, and, this, and, and so you, they can clearly see the action, so then they get excited, because generally you're going to a mentor around a craft that they're really excited about, and who doesn't love talking about what they love to do? You know, you get anyone talking on yeah. uh, for photography, finance, the gym, and you could talk for hours and hours, so anyone's willing to give up their time, but people very quickly will know if you're asking questions go away and then two weeks ask another question you've clearly not done any work that mentor is going to shut you right off well you got to show resilience and sort of almost when you ask that question go oh well you know this is my question but i've tried this this and this you know what do you think yeah and so it's it's not like you're running to them at the first you know drop of a hat going yeah. holy shit like what do I do it's sort of like you know what I've tried to work this out I figured like I failed here failed there yeah. you know like how can I do this better I'm at you know because I'm, I'm quite passionate about this topic I've done a couple free workshops here um, where this has been was one of the biggest hacks for me in su- succeeding in my creative uh, aspects to the point where. I remember one of the individuals who's mentoring me told told me to piss off and leave him alone because I just kept like I would he'd give me feedback I'd go away I'd work I'd work I'd work and I'd come back to him with a list of problems and then he'd be like did you try this and this and literally I would mm-hmm. go I would do it do it do it come back what about this and this to a point he's like mate I, like I really enjoy helping you but just ease off a bit like because I was just that into it at the time but he would yeah they would offer hey, did you consider about this so I upload my images on my work and they'd be like oh you need to fix this and this and it's always that being that student um mentality it's kind of like it is the quickest hack to um succeed and i think matt you mentioned it of like what i came to come came to learn was that certain individuals are going to be better for certain areas so um, if we talk on a business sense you might have a sales mentor but don't necessarily go for them for hr advice (laughs) You know, like no, that'd be a high headache. It would be, um, and I came to learn that. And it can be hard finding mentors. I think when you get to a certain level, like it can be hard to find. Uh, well, the, well, the hardness comes from you being again open to asking the question. And you and I say, yes, when I say asking. You say you shouldn't ask for them. Um, I have no problems people approaching me, but bring the bring the solution to the table as well as the problem. The problem is my time. Yeah. So the solution is how can you impact my time in a, in a positive way? Um, and whether that's giving me some of your time back or doing something else for me, it's got, it's got to be a win-win around the place somewhere. Like yeah. um, I, I get trained at the moment at the gym with Dale and, he, and, and I mentor him and he, tra- he paid me back in being my PT. So it's a contra of sorts. It's not a dollar value contra. It's a respect of what you've got and what you have to, to, to exchange. Um, and then the flip side of that is that, you know, whatever stuff we talk about, I keep saying to them, you know, it's action, it's action, it's action, because that's, again, a monetization of or it's some sort of payback of the time you invest in trying to solve the problem with them or challenge them on the solution. And you've got so much access to mentors now. Like um, I encourage some of my, even my team to reach out to, mm. to people and build, you know, relationships with um artists they aspire to to be like because nowadays with the internet um yeah like uh you can with one that comes to mind, ryan holiday um he talks shares about his mentor experience um with robert green um and that's a 
perfect textbook example um and he wouldn't be where he is in some respects if he didn't go have that mentorship with robert um robert green and he said it started out with just sharing uh stories about um uh books and it was conversational to start with so they kind of started out as friends and it turned into um you know so well that's it if you can build a relationship with your prospective mentor uh, you can slide those questions in uh, very quite um, organically and even you know, you're getting that mentorship without them not even knowing it too. So that's one way to create that sort of you know, mentor-mentee relationship. And it can be hard to uh, strum up the courage to even reach out because I uh, have done that quite a few times as well. Like I don't know if anyone else had that, but I, I would is, be aspiring to this individual like oh i'm a nobody or like it's just self-worth and blah 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 and who am i and all that and i'm like oh i should just reach out and like that fear of rejection and you know like sometimes um that holds you back and you simply just you never know where it will lead um well with social media nowadays it's so easy to just reach out give them a compliment Say, oh, hey, I love your work. Thanks for connecting. Actually, that's a good one is like uh, if someone comment on all their stuff on yeah. that they, they do on Instagram. And don't don't reach out. Like just comment yeah. and then after a while. Because that's something they want, right? So yeah. that's value for them. Yeah. You know? And that's that's what you have to consider. Like what value can you bring them? Or use an yeah. interesting email address like shit in a stick. <laughs> 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 that always gets attention. That's a good one. That's oh, that's his old one. What about what the interest? What about the interesting way of flipping it? You know, we're, we're putting mentors up on the pedestal here, yeah. as in, you know, we seek out the we aspire the, the, the higher one who will yeah. help us, which is brilliant, obviously, and you, you, you should do that. Although growing up, I didn't have mentors. Even in my younger business years, I didn't use mentors in that traditional kind of sense. But if we flip it around, what somebody that's got a lot of experience, like most of us here now, have got a lot of experience in what we do. What about these people seeking people to help without question asked, just helping people in sort of flipping it a little bit and sort of looking at it that way? Well, yeah, what are the steps to becoming a mentee? Yeah. Mentor? Mentor, mentor. Oh, a mentor Men- to a mentee, but the, the oh, mentor seeking yeah, so it out. As a mentor. Yeah. So the mentor seeking out people to help without them touching them. So helping the community or people or you putting yourself as an expert in the field. Yeah. into a space that people can I think, use I, your talent rather yeah. than sitting there going oh, and wait till all these people come and they will well I think um, being a mentor like one you have to be ready for it but two you can't just go force your will on people because one they need to be wanting to be helped and two you know you can't go and go hey Not mate just like, walk the street yeah, shouting out you should really need help <laughs> yeah you but, should really be doing this sort of thing because uh, then you're going to get frustrated because uh, you're giving your time which you um, but you're value. consciously doing that yeah right? you're you're giving your time which you value and then they're not actioning anything that you're telling them so then you're getting pissed off and you're like oh this guy is ungrateful you know yeah, so, that's, uh, so that's a narrative there but if you were just helping somebody out and if that maybe helps them down the track and you can go away from that and because that these little things that like mentorship is sort of something that you may get one little bit of information like 15 years ago and suddenly it will come up in your life and you're like shit that's what that guy meant these little you have to understand why you're doing it yeah Um, and that you may not get a direct 
um, impact directly from that person. It might come in but you shouldn't another be, way. As the mentor looking at somebody to help, you shouldn't be ex- just expecting the, the gratitude back. But of just course not. You, you need to yeah. give, give selflessly, yeah, really. Yeah, I think you have that's, to. That's the difference probably between like these coaching and a paid relationship where generally as a mentor and a mentee, you, you typically don't know that you're in that relationship you don't put any labels on it or put a box around it (laughs) Um, but when you start paying it's uh, it's different I guess Um, but I think as a mentor if you want mentees you've got to do the work people have to want to ask you Oh, yeah, that you advice. Well, you've, you've got to know what it is you what it is you're wanting advice and help with. I oh, mean, we're talking the other way. At other the way as, a, as a mentor, <laughs> no, get, get off your phone. Kind as of. a mentor wanting a, a mentee, I don't know whether mentors actually want mentees. I think it just happens. Oh no, yeah. just, I, not saying just you, you call it that, but helping helping people be philanthropic, like sort of helping people out with knowledge that you know that you've experienced over your life and be able to then share that with somebody. That's a, a, a mentor or mentee yeah, kind but of relationship. I, think, I mean, there's a conversation around value and worth in, the, in, that, in that piece there. Um, and I'm not saying in, in every respect um, there needs to be a value exchange, but in certain in certain aspects, they're, 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 nothing that's free is value I don't know too. if there needs to always be a value exchange. Well... Again, it has to be some form of value. There's got to be some form of value. And that might just be from the enjoyment. It's good feelings. Like that you get feeling good about it. Because so, yeah. Michael, Michael, you're a mentor for young high school students. Uh, primary school. Primary yeah. school students. Um, yeah. How did you go about finding that? Did they find you? And what value do you feel you get from that? That was just through connections with Alicia, actually, that a few of the guys here used to share an office with. Um, no, I do. Um, Travis from 12 Buckets. I met up with them about a web project and helping them out with that. And he explained the program and I thought it was amazing. And it's in up in the area kind of near where I live. It's just a mentoring program, one on one, one hour a week with uh, a kid whose family life is, is terrible um, at a primary school in that sort of Mirabuka, Balga kind of band in Perth, Northern suburbs. And it's a really simple it's just being there it's being there and it's not mentoring I suppose in the sense that we're talking about but it's just being there for somebody to just I don't know trust and rely on and which these these kids same don't thing. have it, yeah, exactly. I mean, it is the same thing exactly and these kids don't have that and a lot of business people don't have that yeah. you know somebody just to rely on that can be there for them and, and not let them down which is ha- happening to them all the time so yeah I mean that, and yes there is a a feeling a good feeling I get you know I'm doing the right thing and that's the that's this was the value that I get from it but um I, I enjoy doing that's that. what you need sometimes and that's where that sort of question came from where what? when can you give your 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 mentorship ability to people that maybe need it um, or aren't seeking it but you can tell that maybe need it or just an ear ear to listen you know well, I think that's the big conception about like with a mentor is majority in their field of expertise they get a feeling of pride and then, then there's a bit, even a bit of an ego boost. That's why they're willing to give up most of the, the knowledge. Is someone just asking, particularly when they see an individual who has got fire and is going through the same. I think generally, um, I feel like if the mentor can see the mentee has got, like they see themselves in it, uh, in, in in their relationship, they're more in like, in, um, 
are willing to assist because they're like, I, I was there and I see this guy is really working. So I want to help this individual because I know they're doing the work. And so if you show that, I think sometimes that's all you need. It's a little bit like that letter to your younger self. They're able yeah. to actually let that happen. Like, so you're able to give that advice yeah. straight to somebody you can see yourself in at, at that stage. And like you said, Hader, I think that's why sometimes it doesn't need to be that. F- I actually think you don't make it formal at all. And um, you just start a conversation and literally, if I talk from a creative sense, like um, people post their work all the time on Instagram. If I was to message anyone right now and I go, hey man, like not not in trying to seek the silver bullet, but I'm like, hey, that was really cool. Uh, I'm really curious, how did you do that particular thing? I guarantee you that they will respond in some shape or form. Even if it's like, oh, uh, I'll get back to you later or, or whatever. Um, it has to come across as genuine and you have to be genuinely interested you're not seeking the quick people will we have there's a common thing in um, our industry there's a lot of Facebook groups and people are looking for the quick fix so the straight-up question is kind of like it's a running joke of like what are your render settings which is like what are your computer settings to produce that image and like that's got nothing to do with it and so everyone sees straight past it and it's a bit of a running joke um, in the industry so you know, you have to show genuine interest in what it is, um, and you can't be looking for the the quick quick fix. I think if you want to maximize them um, and go work for free, go go in their office and work mm. for free for th- for three weeks or two days, or you know that you've had an individual just come through, Matt, who's offered his time up for for free in the office because he just wants to be around this environment and he just wants to learn stuff. They he banged the door down. He came in multiple yeah. times. He's like. a mentee. Yep. Like, like Matt, go away. What Matt are you might doing? not leave me alone. But oh. Matt might not be a direct mentor, but his team as a collective are a mentor for him. Um, That's a whole other mm. format of mentorship. Yeah, because you just you're seeking out people who have got that knowledge or skill set. I think it's I'm I'm so big on it. I think it's the quick one of the quickest hacks to. I think people expect too much, or were they willing to pay a coach? Um, pay with someone money for a quick fix. Conrad, there's a good story you, I remember you telling of a sort of very successful Australian businessman that you went to lunch with once. Um, oh, Mark Boris or Kogan? Both, perhaps. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, have, have you followed up on either of those relationships or was it just a one-off exchange for you? No, I've had uh, several emails with, with Mark over the last few years. Um, and a couple of conversations with with Kogan with Russell. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I mean, nothing in depth and nothing to the level and the extent that you know there are fixes. They're just questions that pop from time to time, or I see that they're doing something good, and I'm always feeding back to them information as well. Yep. So yeah, that's and I'm plant. I mean, I plant the seed with with Mark all the time about doing something with him at some stage over here. Yeah, fantastic. And that's it. A lot of them are slow burns. Oh, they're um, all slow burns. Yeah, you know, a lot of. Uh, long-term mentorships, uh, slow burns. I, sl- I say no to a lot just to see how persistent some of them are. Yeah. Um, testing them out, I like that. 100% I do. Because, I mean, I know me and I know how black and white I am and I know that I'm not for everybody anyway. So if I'm going to say no to you and you're going to cop no, then you're probably not the kid I need to be talking to. There's some hints for you guys out there if you ever want to get... What you should do is send Conrad a lot of messages. Lots of emails. And, uh, <laughs> don't every, take, every day. At Conrad. <laughs> and we don't, don't enjoy that at all. Don't take no for an answer. <laughs> Shitonastick.com or whatever it is. That's no, in fairness, there's a question. Actually, yeah, sorry, there's a question. Yeah, I got it. Stick at inspired money. So, MD, he... Um, 
he touched on it. If you are ready to be a mentor, what would you look in a potential mentee? What What are the qualities? What are you um, What are you looking for in a person that comes to you and goes, "Oh, hey, you know, I do." You know, they do ask you to mentor you. What are the qualities you're looking for? That they know what they're. Well, sorry, you asked, Michael. No, no, no. That's. I think you you said it before. It was. It's about. Is there intent there yeah. for, for learning? Yeah, what, what, are they open to learning? Well, they, are they, they, yeah, are they open to learning? Coachability. Coachability is obviously a big thing, and and uh, I've been fortunate enough to be around a lot of kids um, that are very coachable. But the other part that is, well, what are you wanting help with? Because I'm not, I'm not the silver bullet. I'm probably going to put you in front of more more bullets face facing back at you. <laughs> Um, because it's, they are a lot of internal questions. Just Ned Kelly. <laughs> so yeah, they've, they've got to be open. They have to be resilient. They've got to be vulnerable. They've got to be brave. Actually, um, vulnerability is a massive thing massive. on both yeah, sides. Yeah. Actually, on both sides. Um, but sometimes that that's not always that obvious. I mean, I, I would assume what their vulnerability and even their eagerness. Like I would assume, Conrad, that you've probably come across the situation in your basketball life where you've you found some highly talented people that don't necessarily think that they need too much help but that you've been able to find a way to break a door or two down and that's been able to transform them because they transformed them because they're already sort of highly talented sort of seeing potential then would that, in, would in that be another another instance as well yeah i mean i'm fortunate enough to to be around um some very talented people um uh and thanks look, that's nice yeah. that appreciate that <laughs> present company excluded <laughs> no um but, but through basketball, I am around some fairly highly talented individuals and um, hard work is the same no matter which side of the fence you play with, all right? whether it's, uh, whether it's sport or, or business, hard work is hard work. So you know, the conversation is fairly easy with someone that's achieved a lot in one of those f- fields. It's then just trying to get them to apply that to another field. And it's easier said than done, but it's still not as hard as what some people make it out to be. Um, and so, you know, half the work is already done for me because it's just it's just translating that conversation, and that, and that's a fun part. I'm doing one now with with one with with an ex professional, well, not ex, he's got current professional basketball in, in in WA, and you know, it's a really really great time watching him starting to see those those Tetris blocks start to fit as to what hard work looked like over here versus what hard work looked like over here, and it's not any different. It's just hard work. But he had to approach me. Um, I was I was known to him for a while. Um, and you know what do they say? That the teacher appears when the when the student is ready. Yeah, and then and then um, the student because they start, ask the question. The student starts to teach the master. Yeah, for sure, exactly right. And you know they're the great relationships. Yeah, and I think and I've got a couple of those. That's the value exchange piece as well. Well, I've learned a lot from Trav. Trav and I've been around for a while. I mean, I don't know whether we were in a mentor, but we we bounce ideas off of each other a lot. I think uh, early on, Conrad was a big part of being a mentor of mine. And then um, you outgrew him. I quickly outgrew yeah. him. Um, <laughs> just no, re- reverse. No, like you said, no, it's not that we. Um, it's true. You outgrow mentors as well. I think that should be. Yeah. But it's. I think we. I have the ability to give back to Conrad now, and his ability to give me. So we came, like you were just saying, exactly that thing. So I actually went out and found other mentors. Um, but you know, very early on in business, um, he was definitely very one of my first. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you, you always remember your first. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean one, one of? I mean, it's an example of a good you know relationship. Your, you know your first. Right? It's an example of a good relationship. I love a good black man. Oh, God. <laughs> it's an example of a good mentor-mentee relationship uh, because it was, it was a, lot, a lot of it was Travis asking questions that, you know, in some phases, in my respect, if I was Travis's age, I probably would never have asked them. 
Um, and that's probably why I never really had any real traditional mentor relationships because I wasn't open enough to asking. I was a bit too stubborn. Um, do, you, do you have one now? Do you have a mentor now? I know you mention every now and then about a mentor. Um, for basketball coaching, I, I use Rob Beveridge. Yeah. Um, he's, he's probably my go-to guy at the moment um, in that space. Business-wise, I probably have several, but nothing specific. Um, you know, I turn to my account a lot more these days and, and more finance scenarios. Um, you know, I think the, the 7 a.m. Brecky Club I've got, the, the relationship I've got with, with most of you guys here, I tend to be able to work most things out. Um, I'm not saying I'm beyond one, I just haven't really gone after one at the moment. Um, it's, it's funny, the um, sort of like that, uh, you're always forever growing sort of analogy. Same with mentors, like even though you're mentoring someone, it doesn't stop you being mentored, you know, to yeah. the next level. So you're always developing and growing and uh, it's important to have that open mindset. I think, um, I think it just depends on what phase too, because like yeah. in the gym, okay, if I've got a mentor, Dale's my PT, he mentors me there with my diet, I've got a dietitian. So I've got those people in my life. Um, you know, I'm looking for more board seats at the moment and I've reached out to Mike Horriban and he's, you know, one of the godfathers of, of WA board, uh, board. So, you know, you go after specific people for specific things once you become very clear with what, what it is you're chasing too. Yeah. And we haven't mentioned like our biggest mentors really in life, which are parents, like the, the, yeah. the family well, around Trav you. Trav did. He mentioned his mum being the, the pat him on the back saying how good he was. Yeah. My mum wasn't that way inclined. My mum still thinks I'm a criminal. So, well, she knows your past better than we do. I wrote that down. I wrote down mum because he had a, he had a very different mum than what I had. What the sounds of it. <laughs> but you must have had you must have had family around you. Your father that you you talk my about uncles, your father. My, my uncles have well. been very good mentors to me in business. Two of my uncles in particular, um, and I, and you know, funnily enough, they're they're now clients of mine, um, which is you know kind of full circle stuff. Uh, my my dad's a mentor of a different perspective right and we're not, not a business mentor but yeah. more, more a life yeah. mentor yeah. Um, and I think you get that by default as soon as you drop the you know the, the kid arrogance in you and, and you start to see with the true lessons that your parents are giving you not what you're taking from yeah. them yeah so yeah I mean and I, I have that wish at some day that you know Jack has the same um, epiphany um, in that space because you know parenting, yeah, you, is, you parenting for, is mentoring you, you don't force it either no you're just you're there you listen you Give them the odd bit of wisdom if you if you if you think it necessary, but yeah, you don't push it and force it on them. No, true. And you hope down the track that. Oh well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th I think it does. I mean, I think with oh, most with most yeah. children it does. I know it, it has with me. Um, but yeah, I think you know if you guys aren't anyone not mentoring at the moment. Not mentoring. Yeah, Are you mentoring anyone specific or you got. Apart from staff, team. yeah. Uh, I mean, that's a given. I mean, okay, I lie to you. It's not a given that you mentor your staff. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's not. So a it's given. good that you you see yourself as that person. Yeah, yeah. I think that keeps my hands pretty full with eight <laughs> people. Yep. Um, but no external because you were looking at one external, weren't you, Justin? Yeah, that was more coaching. I think, um, which is, I think it sometimes is perceived as a, it does have a different tonality to it, and it does get to a point where I had a. I had a mentor relationship where I had to end up paying because I think I wasn't actually appreciating sometimes <laughs> the, the value. So I had to put a dollar figure on it to 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 do it. So it actually can work both ways, I think, yeah. sometimes. And I mean, what you paid a lot of money for these uh, lunches with yeah. these individuals. Um, so I think, uh, yeah. Um, but no, outside, not necessarily. Trav, you mentoring anyone at the moment? Uh, a couple of young fellas. Yeah. Yeah. 
just uh, more in the creative space. Um, you know, it comes and goes. They will float into your life for a, a while and then they drop back out for a little while and then sort of they come back in. So, yeah, don't actively seek it out, but more than happy to um, talk to people. Right. Um, well, Victor to a degree, but he's doing the same back, so there's diff- reciprocal... He's mentoring you? Well, well, yes, I'm learning from him, as the, okay. the parent does from the child. Like um, Mr. Miyagi and Daniel-san. They're catching flies with chopsticks. <laughs> Getting him cleaning the car every day is really good. Wiping on and wax on, wax off stuff. <laughs> um, Maddie, are you mentoring anyone? But quickly, Dante uh, is, Dante as well from Twelve Buckets. Yes, I'm mentoring him uh, cool. once a week, so which is rewarding. Hopefully, on both sides. <laughs> uh, not formally. Um, not right now. Not anyone that would call me a mentor. But yeah, a lot of different. I think I, I do a lot of just general uh, mentor activity. Different people reach out for different things. Um, certainly around what uh, we do technically as well, uh, but obviously the team and otherwise but I have in the past from from paid mentorship paid board seats down to just yeah just having a chat with people well if anyone wants a a small digital marketing um, agency you know to be mentored by Matt J. Hannum Matt's got got I like the small bit (laughs) Matt's got a lot of experience he's an accountant by trade he's also done a lot of property development so he's also had a stylist he knows that he he can give you advice on how to dress if you do search for make sure you use the J yeah that will help otherwise otherwise you might end up the the other Matt will teach you a few other things reach out normal conversation first for a little while and then uh, slide into his DMs with Give a couple of questions. Honest, I, haven't, I haven't actually got a lot of time for any formal mentorship right now. Um, Conrad does. Oh, so. no. <laughs> Moff, are you uh, mentoring anyone? Yeah, not, not something ongoing, but we often have students from various sort of personal training colleges who have their work experience, and most will seek out a traditional gym because that's where probably 99% of the jobs in, the, in Perth are, but some will desire something different to the, what the traditional fitness industry offers them and they'll come and seek us out um, and I'll often spend a few hours with them in that um, the four week kind of period they've got and tell them what we do how we do it a lot of like give as much information as I can to kind of when I when I see people that are keen and they're doing something a bit different I'm quite happy to help with that and we also have a, an 18 year old um, member who kind of does a little bit of training in exchange for cleaning and stuff around the gym um, and he doesn't really ask for it but I, I very much offer a lot of advice on training and, and, and tips and when I see him <laughs> mentor by force yeah. <laughs> <laughs> come talk to me yeah, non, non-consensual mentoring anyway uh, well thank you for dialing in for another week of Simple Minds hopefully this is uh, on dial up internet oh, oh, okay. wireless. Love that. Uh, hopefully this has inspired you to uh, get a get a mentor to mentor <laughs> get a financial mentor. Uh, <laughs> if you uh, like us, uh, please. If you're still here, please still yeah. here. still listening. If you're still listening, thank you for uh, making it this far along. Um, please share, tag, comment, review. Um, Give us engage, react. Good episode, Trav. Just oh, I think it's re- some really useful information in that one. Reach out in the comments if you want a mentor. Reach out in the comments, and hopefully, people that are looking at this may pick Ooh. up. Hey, I just try to add some practical value to a person that is unsure of the next step that they need to take. So, hopefully, it's added some value to you. Uh, we'll see you next week, and 
Bye-bye. See you. Bye.